0: Программа Вечерний эфир. Время тёплого общения и размышления о Боге.
1: Дорогие друзья, сегодняшняя программа будет на английском языке. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, our first-time and long-time listeners. You're listening to Slavic Christian Radio, The Voice of pilgrim today we're coming at you live from bellingham washington and we have in studio with us nick gavrilov with whom we'll be taking a deep dive into a subject that touches most people but we do not like talking about it it's called debt what is debt how are millions of people in america find themselves in a situation when they own thousands of dollars and how to pay off $84,000 of debt in just eighteen months, that and more is coming at you live during our evening show tonight with your host Alexi Chaika and Nick Gavrilov. Hello there, listener. Every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, our radio network airs live shows at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We bring you guests from all over the world and get to discuss tough questions that we as Christians face in modern day. Tune in and do not miss it. Also, recordings of our live shows are now available on our awesome podcast. Find it by simply searching the voice of pilgrim in your podcast app or soundcloud thank you and have a wonderful day oh well 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 welcome back you're listening to slavic christian radio the voice of pilgrim live in studio with us we have nick Gavrilov. hello nick
0: Hello, hello, Alex. Thank you. This is a beautiful evening, and I appreciate you having me on the
1: show. Thank you for coming on. It's been long overdue. We've t- been talking about this for a while. Yes, that, that's an interesting subject. So, Nick is a deacon at the living uh, at the Church Living Word Bible Church in Ferndale, correct? Correct. How long have you been a deacon there?
0: So it will be two years uh, coming up in April.
1: Two years. Wow. Uh, that that's, seems like a long time. We've been doing radio for just a little over a year, and it seems like it's been forever. I can only imagine being a deacon. So yeah. out of curiosity, just give me one thing. How has it impacted your view of the church now that you're a deacon and now that you're kind of in behind scenes taking care of majority of the things? How has it impacted you?
0: Well, um, one of the biggest things that really has stood out is uh, the relationship we have um, between my wife and I, and our children, and um, just how much deeper we are in understanding what God, um, what God wants for us here on this life, and uh, just kind of seeing the un- the Bible unfold um, and all these puzzles coming together, just um, it's just been a beautiful journey to get closer to God and walk closer with them.
1: Hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? who are you
0: well I'm a man of a, of a wonderful wife uh, she is one of the most amazing things in my life and uh, the Lord has blessed us with five beautiful daughters and um, um, I'm, I'm 31 years old um, um, I've moved to the Northwest uh, from Sacramento California in 2005 and at first I had huge regrets <laughs> I thought going from a big city to a small tiny town like what am I doing here uh, but uh, ultimately I just saw that the Lord was doing amazing things in my life and to this day I see and I just like man this is all him praise the Lord
1: yeah that's awesome and uh, real quick actually I, w- I really wanted to mention you know looking at you you would never say you got five kids you would never guess that in the world I, I think your wife takes pretty good care of you, too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, quick question. So now that the holidays are over, I, I mean, what do you really live for? Like, how, how is the mood? How is the mood all, now that all the Christmas music everywhere is gone? What's going on?
0: You know, uh, Christmas season is a special season for us. Um, but I don't let, uh, you know, Christmas affect us. Um, other than spiritually but you know ultimately we're just thankful that uh, Christ has come to this world to, uh, uh, to die for us and, and to show us uh, a beautiful example so I mean the mood is great I love New Year's it's a uh, it's a little refresh uh, reset button you can kind of uh, uh, you know just look back and reflect on the things that uh, 2017 has brought us and uh, just to see what uh, what has God done in our life, and uh, achievements and goals that we've set, and and where have we've grown in marriage, and uh, in theology, and um, just in in general, and then we can kind of set newer goals and. Things to look forward to the next uh this beautiful year of 2018
1: yeah that does sound good the flipping of the page itself oh, knowing that it's in a way a clean slate tax wise and everything else <laughs> but absolutely we are here to talk debt and uh it's good to talk to debt and someone who wasn't debt and is actually out of debt rather than someone who wasn't debt and still <laughs> isn't dead so i can't uh, i i honestly cannot do this topic by myself and talk about it how you gotta pay it off so this is why we have you and for our listeners, uh, $84,000. Eight, eight, eight paid it off 18 months. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. So give me just like literally one sentence snapshot. $84,000. What did it consist of? What did you have?
0: Um, well, um, I've had, uh, let's see, well, we've had a car payment. Uh, we've had, uh, I took out some money from my retirement, mm-hmm. my TSP. Uh, let's see. I borrowed 10000 from my dad. Um, I've had credit card debts, mm-hmm. and that's about it. No student loans, but just...
1: But all of that put together is 84000 Yeah, Man. yes, yes. Wow. So, okay. Just to start it off, let's talk about just the simple thing of uh, debt. I think that, that if you were to take someone 50 years ago and you said the word debt, it would mean something else to them rather than what it means to us now. Mm-hmm. Right now, that, I mean, what do you mean you don't have debt? How can you live without debt? You know, so that, that's the mindset of the modern day Absolutely. of people oh, yeah. that are like, you know, my age, maybe your age as well. Mm-hmm. Not of that we're too far away. But so what is considered debt? What is debt? Talk to me about that.
0: Very simple. So debt is anything you don't own outright. Um, it's credit cards. It's loans. It's uh, loans to your mom or dad or your brother or your sister you borrowed or grandma <laughs> um uh credit cards uh, your mortgage you know just today i was at the mall and um we stopped by a jewelry store to uh, get our rings shined um and we were talking to uh to the store manager and and i just simply asked her i'm like hey what's your new year's resolution or your goal she goes oh you know i really want to get um uh, get financially set and uh i'm like oh, what does that look like to you and she says well in 2 years we will be uh, debt free i'm like that's awesome is that including your mortgage? Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> Not the mortgage. That, we don't count that as as <laughs> debt. Uh, that's part of living. So um, I mean, I mean, but debt is absolutely everything that you don't own. You have no rights to, and um, absolutely, yeah.
1: Dang. Okay, so pretty much um, half of the things in my house, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so to yeah. speak. Uh, so in reality, I mean we tend to close our eyes on debt, right? We think debt will credit card 500 bucks here, 3,000 bucks there, car loan. All of these things are technically understandable. You're kind of expected to have all these things in order to kind of jumpstart your life. But in reality, what is wrong with debt? I mean, when we actually talk about debt from a Christian perspective, what is wrong with having debt? Mm -hmm.
0: That's a great question um what is wrong with debt well first of all debt biblically it's something that um before we started getting rid of or out of debt um we came to a point where it was just we got to do something i mean this is not right i mean we're paying on a car here we had four maxed out credit cards shuffling things around and i just i just we looked and we're like this is this is silly. This is so. What does the scripture have to say about this? And Bible one hundred percent discourages debt. I mean, any kind of debt. And uh, and just quickly, um, I brought up uh, just three three simple verses in Romans 13, 7 through eight. Pay to all who is owed to them taxes to whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect to whom respect is owed, honor to whom honor is owed. owed to I'm sorry owe no one anything except to love each other for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law or proverbs 22: 7 the rich rule over the poor and the borrower is the slave to the lender so I mean clearly and there's many more passages I mean you can find 20 to 30 that you know you don't have to look much for where the Bible doesn't really call it sin but it just it just strongly discourages you not being in sin I'm sorry in debt and uh basically what it does is i mean you become a slave i mean you uh you have no freedom you go to sleep personally me i went to sleep thinking about money i wake up and i kept thinking okay are we gonna pay this how are we gonna pay that and i mean it just really disables you from being you know this man or person that uh, that god wants you to be it limits your abilities to Give money to the church, uh, to your friends and family, to bless someone in a crisis. And there's a lot of them out there in this day and age. Uh, missionaries, vacations, I mean, just... Uh, All I mean, the things we love. Yeah, you know, that's just the first aspect. And the second, how it really just, why why it's such a wrong thing. Um, it really affects you as a person. I mean, your health. Uh, It triggers your, you know, the way how you sleep and you think, your mind, your stress, your weight, um, lose gain, lose or gain weight, um, uh, intimacy, you know, with your wife. I mean, just absolutely everything. And believe it or not, money is the number one leading cause in America that leads to divorce. So if you want more problems in life hey buddy <laughs> get into debt <laughs> that's so true um, yeah
1: and you know out of all the things you listed the one that major- mostly resonates with me is helping others you know mm-hmm. i I, oh, yeah. I grew up with, in a family where i saw my parents do that uh, compl- all all the time you know oh, awesome and you know you see and that's what it kind of becomes. so i have that natural i guess urge to if i see someone in need hey but being in debt, it really ties your hands behind yeah, your back. And, absolutely, and you're just like, oh come on, yes. you know, it's yeah, it, it, it's really tough. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's definitely wrong from the biblical standpoint of you. So as a no Christian, doubt. there's there's no way you can argue. However, would you would you say that it's wrong to live in it? Oh my bad. <laughs> uh, would you say it's wrong to live in it rather than uh, just is it okay to maybe you know jumpstart your your life through debt? I don't know, student loan credit card here to buy a couch or you would just or you your standpoint right now is just go cash
0: absolutely from where I was at and where I am at now uh, there is no way I would encourage someone to go into debt um, into student loans or you know buy them a credit card so you can you know mm-hmm. uh, get a better credit score or go get a car you know, finance it even though they offer zero percent <laughs> I mean anything like that I strongly yeah. wouldn't I mean the only place where I'm still, um, where it's okay as for a home purchase mm-hmm. with see, limitations see I agree <laughs> with
1: everything except student loans I think sometimes student loans are useful but that's a discussion for maybe later <laughs> maybe later yeah, yeah all Absolutely. Right. so uh, talking about debt uh, would you mind giving me just a small overview of just debt in America I mean we live in America we're mm-hmm. surrounded by people every day Russians Americans mm-hmm. Chinese all kinds right so on average, what's going on in America when it comes to debt? Too?
0: Yeah, so check this out. Um, eight out of ten Americans own credit card debts. I mean, you think about wow. that. That's that's significantly a large percentage. That's I mean, a lot of people, yeah. And just today, we were walking with my wife, and I just said, "Honey, look, you know, ten. Just pick a, a group or a crowd, and eight of those people will be in debt." And that's crazy. I mean, and and those, you have young and you have older and you have middle class and or middle age, um, and it, it, it's sad to think that there's so many people out there living in debt, and uh, in this time and age where we have the resources, we have the information, we have the internet, right, what our grandparents <laughs> didn't have. So um, uh, so a couple of, uh, statistics. Uh, in America right now, to this day, um, America um, is over 992,000 billion dollars in debt. Um, That's a lot of money. Yeah. Debt is a way of life for Americans these days. Um, A household debt increases by 11% in the last past decade. And uh, today, the average household with credit card debt has a balance of $16,425. And the average household um, uh, with any kind of debt owes $135,924, and that's including their mortgages. So as we can see today, on average, um, people have over a hundred thirty thousand thousand dollars in debt. Uh, it's interesting to know that older people have more debt. Well, that kind of makes a little sense if you think about it. I mean, they get houses, they have property.
1: I would think it would be otherwise, though. Well, it, they the have, appetite is uh, hits all ages. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: it does. But if you think about it, the older you are. The more things you want, right? I mean, You're right, you get yeah. second houses, third houses, yeah. fourth houses. You worked hard. You yeah, deserve it. You get a cabin house. You yeah. know, you gotta. I mean, who? Why? Why a boat? Get a yacht, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why a Absolutely. small dinky car? Get yourself a nice luxurious car, right? Kind so I mean, luck. yeah. So all um, the way. Yeah, but the most interesting fact is that young women have the most debt. Young woman. Young woman. Yeah. So if you're a young woman out there listening, be careful.
1: <laughs> and if you're a young man looking to get married, also be careful. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Dang. Wow. Okay. So these are See, I've, I have I got to say I find myself somewhere at an as an average American yeah. <laughs> in this picture. Yeah. Wow. But that that's pretty crucial statistics and the thing is what what shocks me the most is that when we say debt when taking buying something on a credit card, what we really are talking about is a person knowingly, knowing mm-hmm. I don't have money to buy this right now, but I will kind of borrow it in advance. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if we had to actually go take the cash from somebody and then go give the cash back to someone, I don't think we would be in the position of oh, yeah. society where we would be the plastic really makes the yeah. And online yeah. purchases they really make it easy.
0: Yeah. And especially the things that we buy, you know? Like we sometimes don't even think about the things that we're buying on plastic. We would uh, definitely think twice if we had cash in our hands, and especially yeah. when you're standing there at McDonald's or Jack in the Box <laughs> saying, hey, here we go. Big Mac, uh, extra cheese and all the fries and my friend, buddy, what do you <laughs> want in the back? You know, I mean, you're going to be thinking about yourself
1: if you're paying cash. <laughs> my favorite quote from Dave Ramsey is he said that if you actually had to take the paycheck at your work, take the mm-hmm. cash go over to the next table and pay taxes in cash we would have a completely different Congress elected I think that's yeah, so yeah. true because Absolutely. then we would know hey I'm actually giving away two three four five hundred dollars every paycheck mm-hmm. just to support the guys sitting in the White House yeah. you know that are making the law so yeah I think uh, the plastic really really in a way
0: screwed screwed us absolutely yeah they're definitely making a lot of money from us and uh as you probably know mcdonald's was one of the first ones um, food chains that start accepting credit cards because uh, they realize that people tend to spend more. more yeah <laughs> using plastic because nothing happens you know
1: and so yes that that's tough uh so the partially the reason why we invited you is um because you not only have the understanding of debt because you've taught the Dave Ramsey financial freedom class but you've gone through it you've experienced it firsthand and you be- came out as a winner mm-hmm. so uh, shine some light light to us 84 or 83000 how many
0: about 80 84000 uh, 84000 84,
1: in a year and a half 18 yeah. months oh my goodness oh man that, 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 <laughs> you know some people don't make that much in a oh, year and a half you i know? don't even make that much so that's the thing it's how what happened i guess give us a no review before we take a break yeah go for yeah, it
0: of course so uh when we first got married um we moved up from california and friends family uh we all had credit cards and and you're just ranking it up and buying things that uh you know that won't matter in the next uh, <laughs> next week probably so uh so in the first five years we accrued um in total debt. That's including our mortgage Mm -hmm. Um, and only making under $65,000 a year. Uh, So part of that was our mortgage, $240,000. $24,000 was in auto. $10,000 was a personal loan to my dad. $11,000 I borrowed from my TSP, which is my retirement plan. And thirty nine thousand of that was our four maxed out credit cards.
1: Oh man!
0: Best Buy and <laughs>
1: Costco. Geez, yeah, American everything. Express
0: and uh, American <laughs> Airlines. Yeah. So looking
1: back, how 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 is it? What what are the emotions now that you look back?
0: You know, I can't believe how foolish we were. Yeah. Like, I just, just look back. I can't believe it. Like something really? is off, right? It, yeah. It's just not registering. Absolutely, yeah. So. <laughs> Um, so, you know, at one point we're just kind of, I I guess we just got sick and tired of being sick and tired of making these payments and and not really seeing these numbers get lower. And we started looking around like, there's gotta be ways. There's gotta be people who teach and do this kind of stuff. And we started looking around, I mean, paid one guy a hundred or $200 and didn't really work. Started listening to someone else and nothing. And then one of my best friends, Vitaly, mentioned, uh, hey, uh, there's this guy, Dave Ramsey, and uh, he's, a, he's a Christian, and he loves to help people in debt, and I was like, okay, man, uh, at that point, I think we were ready to uh, <laughs> to jump in. Give and, me anything. Yeah, <laughs> give me anything, so I started listening to him on uh, YouTube, and then podcast, and, uh, and then found out that he has a class, it's a nine-week class, Financial Peace University, and that is what helped us tremendously, I mean, that's where we really just sat down and started writing everything down and started going from there um to see that hey we can actually make this and it was impossible we thought i mean this would take us years to get out of this hole but um but you know we made some really 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 big decisions and started cutting corners everywhere we can um from selling our second car and imagine having a family on one car it was tough we had to borrow our car from parents and From family, wow. Um, but yeah, after eighteen months, we paid off eighty-four thousand, which is all of our debt except our house. So that was that was a good, good, good feeling. And good after feeling. that, um, I mean, we from day one, I mean, we chopped up our credit cards, and <laughs> we just started
1: going cash only all the way. So literally, cash only, everything, absolutely everything. Wow, that that's amazing. So you literally, so just to explain to our listeners, you literally get your paycheck you cash it out mm-hmm. you don't put it in your account
0: well i, I did because we had the, the mortgage payment so mm-hmm. um,
1: well yeah for mortgage payment, payment but the rest of it
0: everything was all cash we literally cut up all of our four credit cards and we started nego- negotiating calling the credit cards asking for lower interest rates and and just closing these guys and paying them off from the slowest smallest balance to the largest and Dang. it was it was amazing i mean a lot of credit to my wife um it's so nice to have a partner because otherwise there's no way we could have done it no way
1: that was going to be my next question your oh, wife I've... was she on board <laughs> from the beginning did she join you halfway or was she the driver you, what, what happened in your case
0: you know it's amazing our marriage it's hard to say if there's one stronger than the other almost everywhere where you look at um we're usually on the same page at the same time so we both got inspired. We both got on fire, um, and we were both like, "What are we doing? Where can we? Where can we save some more? What can we sell? What can we get rid of?" Um, so yeah, she was she was definitely my my partner, and um, uh, I got to give a lot of credit to her. So it's amazing because you know in, in every in every uh, marriage there's a there's a free spirit and there's a nerd. <laughs> so <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. So I mean, I were you this free spirit? I'd probably say I'm the nerd, even though I'm not that big of a nerd. (laughs) Um, But she she does do the majority of the shopping. So that's why I think she would, you know, get the groceries and she'd buy the clothing and stuff like that. So I see. Yeah.
1: Dang, that that makes sense. But it's tough. I mean, it's easy to say 16 months, but I, I tried to get on diets and. Three days in, you're dying and you just can't, you know. And I mean, when we're talking, it's an actual addiction pretty mm-hmm. much to swipe the card. You know, it's yeah. you have to do a lot of breaking. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the biggest obstacle in this whole process for your family of getting rid of all this? What's the biggest obstacle?
0: Hmm. Well, I, I think I'd probably say is um, just a weird way of living. You know, you're looking around. Everyone has their good lives, and I think that's what our, our problem was, is we were comparing ourselves to other people, you know, to my younger cousins and, you know, f- siblings, and it's like, they have that, well, I want that, too, and <laughs> and they're doing this, but now we're not, it just kind of felt weird and kind of felt shamed a little bit, but, um, you know, just uh, uh, keep keep um, plugging along and just, you know, you, know you, you, you just know you're doing the right thing. And this is going to be so beneficial to us and to the family and, and, uh, and, you know, like I mentioned, we look
1: back now and we just laugh about it, you know, where (laughs) (laughs) kind of uh, dug yourselves in and then had to get, get out. Yeah, absolutely. A quick question now, this just came to my head. So does it become literally like your number one priority during those 18 months? Or is this just something that's always in the background and you're aware of it, or it literally becomes a goal? a goal that's you're literally you wake up and you're like we got to keep going we got to what's it like what's the right um approach towards this if Mm -hmm. you want to actually do it yeah well excuse
0: me well you definitely want to be taking this seriously i mean because the more serious you are uh the faster you'll pay it off so that's what i was seeing and like i've mentioned we were on one car it was hard it was weird borrowing a car from my parents and they're looking at us like, "Why? You guys are okay." We're like, "No, we're not. We are not okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't want to go into details, mom and dad. But can we please borrow <laughs> your car for another month? You know, and a couple of weeks here or there. And I had to borrow my brother's truck for a little bit. Um, um, but it was on our mind more than I wanted it to. Um, it, like I said, it's one of those things you literally wake up and you think about. Mm-hmm. Um, our discussions our plans we make vacations or whatnot clothing and giving I mean it's it it's all around money and by not having money we're constantly talking about it and, mm-hmm. and it's not always al- it's not always pretty it's not always pleasant and it's not like oh yeah what do you think about this like ooh, how much do you think we can hear and, and it so it was on our mind a mm-hmm. lot I would say
1: okay Well, all right, Uh, we are going to take a small break right now from uh, this discussion, and then we will be back to discuss more on how to actually get out of debt with the real advice from Nick G. Stay with us. Hello there, listener. Every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, our radio network airs live shows at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We bring you guests from all over the world and get to discuss tough questions that we as Christians face in modern day. Tune in and do not miss it. Also, recordings of our live shows are now available on our awesome podcast. Find it by simply searching The Voice of Pilgrim in your podcast app or SoundCloud. Thank you and have a wonderful day. And we are back here with Nick Gavrilo, and we're talking about debt. You guys are listening to the Christian Slavic Radio, The Voice of Pilgrim. Talking about debt as in something that is absolutely negative, something that society doesn't really push to be a negativity. Having credit card debt, having a car loan, student loans, and consistently living in debt, biblically wrong. And just it's not healthy. It's not healthy for your relationships at home. And that's the thing, you know. You mentioned uh, Nick, yeah, relationship with wife. It does get affected by debt. It does get affected. Oh yeah. And it's a, uh, it's either she gets affected because you're doing something, or you get affected because she's doing something, you know, <laughs> that you don't agree with. But yes. Yes. Here we are to help our listeners, the ones that one find themselves in any amount of debt. It is possible. Let's just put it this way: It's possible. A lot of people paid out a lot of debt. If you would listen to the Dave Ramsey stories, just just incredible. Over two hundred thousand dollars of debt, uh, up to half a million of debt, and people get out of it, and it's amazing. It's doable. So now here we are. We want to talk about. How do I actually do it? Like, Mm -hmm. It's not just say, well, yeah, we're going to get rid of it. That's it. Let's set a goal. No, no. Literally, what do we do, Nick? Tell Mm -hmm.
0: me. So the number one thing that helps, well, like I've mentioned from the very, very beginning, is the very first thing you do as you are listening to this right now, You reach for your wallet, you take (laughs) out those plastics, and you perform a plastic surgery. (laughs) You just take some scissors and cut up that suckers and just get them out. Um, Just get them out of your wallet. Um, And uh, one of the things that have really helped us till this day that we are still doing every single month is a written budget budget plan. This is where you write down your income, how much money is coming in, and everything that is coming out. So a couple of things that I may share um, that that we've done, and there are so many more, and just depending on your situation, there's there's amazing, so many things that you can do in, in your personal life to, uh, to assist with getting out of debt. And uh, let's see, so starting from credit cards, uh, number one thing is, the first thing I did was I called up all the credit cards and I've, I've told them, hey, I am getting out of debt and I need a lower interest rate. And they, of course, didn't buy it.
1: So I asked for I was them. like, no
0: way that worked. Yeah. So I, I told him, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna stop paying you guys. You know, I'm gonna stop paying you guys and I need to talk to your manager. There's no way I would have stopped paying for them. That's not right to do. <laughs> and uh so I spoke to the manager and I told him I'm like, Hey, listen, I need to start paying this off and and they uh and they did. I mean some lowered my interest rate by five percent. Um the biggest one was American Airlines. I went from twenty two percent all the way down to four and a half wow yeah that's pretty amazing yeah yeah it it was great so that really helped us out Um, i would not encourage opening another credit card but i know people who have just for the sake of the zero percent balance transfer fee Uh, the catch is if you don't pay them off within 16 months or 18 it'll start anyways yeah you are going to get hit with the entire first initial balance
1: oh i did not know that
0: yeah okay yeah, so even if you <laughs> might have like $100 left, they're going to hit you with 24% at whatever you transferred. So in my case, it'd be 20000 on American Airlines. Wow. Yeah, so Man. you definitely okay. want to take advantage of that, but make sure you are going to pay them off way in, a, well in advance. Uh, student loans, uh, that's, that's a good one because there's a lot of... Uh, education is great. Uh, you can definitely look into refinancing your loan. Uh, I know a lot of people have done that. Auto um consider selling your car and buying an older reliable car uh that's what we did we sold our uh our very nice uh mm-hmm. what was it like a, a brownish bronze uh, infinity and had Ooh. to settle uh in my 97 honda cord which i've had for a very long time and drove for almost 200 miles 200 000 miles wow
1: <laughs> yeah that's but, some um, dedication yeah
0: but but here's the interesting part so in the first four years of a brand new car, your brand new car will depreciate anywhere between sixty and seventy percent. I mean so if you think about it, I mean you're buying a brand new Mercedes BMW at a hundred thousand. Well guess what? In four years your car is gonna be worth around forty thousand to thirty five. Yeah. That's and statistics have shown that it's not a certain type of car, a Honda or a Toyota or an Oldsmobile or you know the Buicks. You know what they said <laughs> back in the day, or the Mercedes. They hold their value. <laughs> no, no, it is absolutely every car between sixty and seventy percent. It will drop in value. So, why take the hit on such a big yeah. big depreciation? Uh, so, uh, home. If you are renting, uh, you can rent smaller. If you're owning, you can always consider downgrading. Taking the wonderful opportunity of this uh, time we live in now, with the high uh, the homes are high, so we can definitely. Cut by that, and if you are, there's a couple of things that we did around our house is reducing the amount of water we use, the electricity, uh, utilities. I mean, I remember even telling my wife, "Hey, we're gonna um, just set the temperature just a little lower."
1: So I said, Come on, what do you mean? We live in the northwest, <laughs> so and just so, and all of these things are done of the downsizing your rent or fix it taking care of your car downgrading mm-hmm. is to free up some cash so you yes. can pay off the debt absolutely so all of yeah. the cash you free up yeah. you just yep towards just the debt okay correct so that's start. what we're doing we're downsizing
0: we're downsizing we're doing anything we absolutely can for making garage sales looking around your house looking around your room um there's many things that you can just sell and put it on Craigslist or offer up or there's many other apps that you can just sell sell some stuff yeah um from phones um it's uh, you can always consider changing your plan and that's exactly what we did we said hey uh, you can actually call them and they will tell you hey on average this is how much data you use and then you get the smaller plan and try to at least go that i mean i'm not telling you to uh you know just kind of Live, life. On a, live
1: on a street yeah <laughs> in yeah the rags no no <laughs>
0: absolutely it's just you can do this temporarily just to get out of debt and then you can go back to your normal life living just without credit cards mm-hmm. and all the debt um uh food you know definitely absolutely guys there is no more going out uh people spend way too much money and you probably know that and on average people will save about 80 percent if they ate at home, making their own food from scratch, uh, entertainment is a big one. So no more entertainment unless it is free that you can take amazing walks down the park with your beautiful spouse and free and free and free <laughs> and it's healthy for you. Uh, another, another small one, uh, is reoccurring payments such as gym memberships, apps or Netflix or other things that you got going on. You can just simply look at your bank account and say, Hey, there's something coming out every single month i probably don't need that
1: actually here's how i I found things that are coming out all right i didn't make any purchases on a credit card for a month Mm -hmm. and then you just go on to see and it'll literally have only the automatic ones because you didn't slide the card and you actually see everybody that take that took money during that pay period and that really helped me to see hey i I got these and these two memberships and i didn't even know 30 bucks here 20 bucks there that's 50 bucks yeah yeah it quickly adds up no one's gonna give you 50 bucks just because of course right (laughs) so that's definitely definitely yeah you know
0: and the last thing that i do want to encourage everyone and suggest is um the dave ramsey fpu class i mean they're available in almost every city and something you can sign up, and I think it's only around $100 or 120 but it's a free lifetime membership, uh, meaning that if you want to come back next year or in 10 years or 20 years, it's absolutely free. So um, and the wonderful thing is that this man, Dave Ramsey, he goes into details and tells you how to do things properly and set set your budgets up and all that good stuff
1: yeah and uh, I do have to uh, confess I guess to our listeners that I am I'm also guilty just as may probably eight out of ten of you are uh, I am also in quite a bit of predicament but the good news I took the class listen to Nick uh, we took the class we started in September and we finished it in the middle of November uh, since that time uh, it's been like what? Uh, four. Well, pretty much since we no since we started the class, it's been about three and a half months. Mm-hmm. We paid off over ten thousand dollars in debt. Wow! Yeah, so That's it's it's a it's a work in progress. But you know, we actually started taking those steps. The the biggest problem we ran into is for I'll give you an example. Tell me what you would do. Mm-hmm. So you know, as two of you are driving home after like uh, you took a walk or something, and you're driving past maybe. Your used to be favorite place where you would drive <laughs> in and pick up maybe a nice and good chicken sandwich, like Chick Fil A, for example. Mm. You know, oh, yeah. and then one of you makes it look like you forget about the fact that you're paying off <laughs> debt, and you're like, "Hey, let's grab a sandwich." And another person deep inside knows you're trying to pay off debt, but they uh-huh. they all they also feel weak, and they're like, "Oh yeah, let's stop by." And you know and both of you are going in there so what do you suggest did you deal with it what do you do yes absolutely I mean looking back at our expenses
0: um, the first time I did a written budget it took me about three hours and I was just blown away with the amount of money we spend on food I mean I could not just believe it so in that moment, I just I love the the Bible verse uh, where if one falls down, the other will help him <laughs> up. <laughs> so if one is has this thing going, it's great to have these conversations such as are we really hungry? I mean, because if you're hungry, you can't say no to food, right? Yeah. Um, but if it's just one of those things you want. You know, if it's in the budget, don't even think about it. Yeah. I mean, just just go ahead and grab yourself a, a burger or chicken burger or if whatever. If it's in the budget. Yeah, if, if it's that's out the of the key. budget, that's where discipline comes in. This is where it's great to kind of have that small conversation. Yeah. Hey, we're almost there. We did we're halfway there, so it's not about this burger, but we need to stay in so that we can quickly get out. So. yeah.
1: And when you do that, don't take it personally. Don't yeah. take it. I think that's the biggest thing. It's like, no, you don't want me to have that sandwich <laughs> cause you're not hungry. Yeah, exactly. you know, it's one of those things. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's <laughs> definitely fun. But yeah, you just, you just gotta, I think that plan is, is what helps. And we are still working on this transition to the cash only. It is so hard with all of the online payments that you're mm-hmm. making. It is crazy. I do know a family. They take out all the cash whenever they need to make a payment credit card. They make a payment on credit card. The next day, they work over to the bank, put in the exact amount of cash on the and then make the payment that it, like the next day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But oh, I'm just dying. Regarding to <laughs> food, I, I looked at our budget and it is crazy because uh, yeah, if you go into Mint, you can see historical data. Mm-hmm. What did you spend? It was over $5,000 we spent on eating outside of a home in the oh, wow. last year mm-hmm. that's insane that is that, i'm pretty lovely. sure that if i just bought a bag of rice <laughs> kept it at home
0: make some plove <laughs> yeah i know
1: sprinkle a little bit of turmeric and maybe some uh i don't know pepper and salt yeah, like yeah. it'd be so much cheaper i'd probably spend 50 bucks yeah absolutely i don't know it's just that really hit me just understanding that hey i did not have to spend those five grand you know mm-hmm. it's just oh, it's crazy okay so yeah, yeah. you mentioned dave ramsey what does Dave Ramsey tell me? Tell our listeners about that. What can they do? How how can he help them?
0: Yeah, so it's it's very simple. So Dave Ramsey, like I said, he's a Christian man. He loves the Lord and he basically applied all the biblical principles to paying off credit card, which is not being a slave. You know, if you owe someone money, pay them back as quick as we can so that you can be in freedom. And once mm-hmm. you're in freedom, you're no longer a slave. So um, uh, he was born in the early 60s. He's uh, he's an author. He's a radio and television host, motivational speaker who teaches people how to get out of debt. Uh, so when he was 26 years old, he uh, lost a lot of money. He was in the real estate. Um, he filed for bankruptcy and all that good stuff. Um, now he's about 20, 57 years old and worth over $55 million. He wrote a couple of books, and the class that he offers is a nine-week class, like Alex, you already mentioned, Uh, pertaining to, uh, to finances, absolutely everything from life insurance, from savings, from paying off your, all your credit cards, um, how to, um, build your budget, um, when you're renting insurances, auto, I mean, all that, Mm -hmm. all everything in life that pertains with money. He will talk about it there.
1: Yeah. And I just want to add that if you are looking for a step by step someone to walk you through it, help you understand that he'll he literally takes the approach to where he tackles this subject of family finances from literally every single corner mm-hmm. and there is nothing that escapes his attention. He literally talks about everything and literally teaches you how to fix it if it's running in a wrong way in yes, your family. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that's pretty amazing. Yeah.
0: And the biggest problem is that when we were brought up in schools no one really taught us how to write the checkbooks no one taught us how to save and how to spend how to give um and and that kind of stuff so i think this is why we are being brought up in a world where entertainment is all around us and kids know how to use mom and dad's apple app and all that (laughs) stuff just keep pushing that button amazon prime it's it will be here tomorrow right i know
1: (laughs) find the little doll yeah (laughs) yeah that's and that but that's it's tough to to admit it to yourself, though. Mm-hmm. If you're addicted, it's just tough. That's, that's all I'm going to say. So uh, can you quickly describe me some of the steps that Dave Ramsey says? Uh, like the the first three steps, I believe, he had. Uh, could you tell me a little bit about, like, actual steps of what he will expect you to do in that plan? Yeah, so
0: he has something very simple that's called baby steps. Um, and I believe there's seven baby steps. Um, first one is you are going to save up $1,000 for an emergency plan. Again, this is... Before, first thing you do is you pay off your credit, I mean, I'm sorry, you mm-hmm. cut up your credit cards mm-hmm. and then you save up $1,000 as an emergency rainy day fund. So that's step number two. And then step number, uh, sorry, one, step number two is you uh, would start paying off your credit cards from the smallest balance to the highest balance, not the interest rate, which often gets people, but it's the smallest balance card first. Um and then by doing that, you're going to go into step three where you, once you're done with that, if you have kids, uh, you would start saving for a college fund. Um, I'm not sure if the steps I are in order. I think that's four. And then
1: the third one, isn't it the emergency fund three to oh, six months? Yes, yes, right?
0: absolutely. Yeah. It's been about three <laughs> years since the class. And, yeah. uh, I took it just a month ago. So there I, you go. I know. So I you got should it. be I got you. I got you. The, <laughs> <laughs> the baby steps yeah so um, and then saving up three to six um, months of worth your expenses um, and then moving on to uh, the the children for the college fund and then step five. Uh, could you remind me what
1: step five was? I don't remember, but yeah. long story short, yeah. if you're looking for step by step direction, mm-hmm. literally take the class, how much does this it cost? It's around a
0: hundred dollars a hundred I think it's a hundred twenty now. Uh, but you get so much in the packet. I mean, like I said, the biggest thing is a lifetime membership. Um, but then you get, yeah. you know, the, uh, they have the Every Dollar app, which me and my wife have been using since day one they came out. Um, it's free, um, but for only $99, you can link up your, uh, your debit card. So whenever you make that purchase, it automatically goes to the, you know, payment. Uh, to the budget. Yeah. Okay. So.
1: Yeah, so pretty much just Google Dave Rams and you'll find him. You'll find Link to the Class. FYI, you cannot register for the class with a credit card. It has to be a debit card. You have to That's pay right. cash for it. So <laughs> now be careful now. All right, so uh, next thing on our line, we got some popcorn questions where we ask you a question and you give us under a minute answer what is going on and how to deal with it. So okay. first, uh, life insurance. What is it how does it work why do we need it and or maybe i don't need it
0: yeah so very simple um deaths occur every 1.78 seconds in other words almost every two seconds someone dies on this planet in other words it is one out of 113 people will die this year um, so life insurance is definitely needed for every person who is either working or who has a tremendous amount of value in life such as a working husband or a working wife or a mother who's at home uh, with the kids I mean she's got one of the biggest jobs in the world um, or someone who has value kids necessarily don't need a life insurance plan um, unless if they have some kind of a um, if they're if they're somehow Something's generating something. money yeah. yeah they're generating money uh, they're on a commercial or whatever uh, but most of the time you don't because, I mean, if if we were to replace them, it would just be minimal, uh, a couple thousand dollars and, and they're done with. Um, uh, so um, as far as uh, life insurance, so there is a difference between cash, um, cash value and term life. So term life is definitely the way to go. Um, and the math is very simple. You are paying $100 a month versus cash value or $7 a month for term for the same amount amount where you can invest the rest. and Somewhere else. Yeah. Or
1: pay off your debts. There or go. pay <laughs> off your debts. All right. So ter- life insurance is there to replace someone's income in case something happens to them. Yes. That's, the, that's why it's there. All right. Cash only. How important is it when it comes down to paying off debt? Why is it so important to go all cash? Uh, number one thing is when you...
0: Well, first of all, they've made studies on how people, um, when they spend money using cash versus credit card, and they've put like these seven or eight sticker sensors on their brain and their heart, and just to monitor people, um, (laughs) studying them for weeks. And interesting to find out that each time someone would swipe a credit card, nothing happens in the brain area.
1: They just swipe it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then when people pay cash, in the back of your brain uh this little pain um sensor goes off and it kind of t- it tells you sends you a message that, hey this is this is tough <laughs> so <laughs> this is uh, are you sure this is what you want to do you know so so definitely cash is the 100 percent way to go if you're getting out of debt you forget that you have credit cards as far as using them they are uh, cut off and put away and you're just paying them off as quick as you can
1: so all right. Next one is, uh, and we are getting closer, so let's run with them. Mm-hmm. Buying a homeowner or a car, how to approach it if you have debt? What do you do about it? Or if you don't have debt, what's the right way to approach buying a home or a car? What's the first thing you yeah. would so, suggest? Yeah, great question. So I would definitely recommend not buying a home when
0: you are in debt. I mean, it will definitely slow you down. And homes, things break. Air conditioner goes off, yeah. the heater, plumbing, uh, the Fridge, floors. anything. Yeah. I mean, I remember first month probably when we moved into our new house Uh, i bought my wife this plant and we've set it on the table and overnight somehow it got knocked down and all that water just went on the floor oh man overnight overnight you wake up and your brand new floors are bloated and like no so i mean so things do happen so you <laughs> oh, definitely know I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry hey, it's okay lesson learned so uh, so you definitely want to make sure you have no debt when you're going into a house and then when you do buy that make that purchase you definitely want to go in anywhere between 10 and 20 percent um, of cash down so you can avoid the Minimal. pmi
1: yeah yeah okay uh what about the car same concept oh uh, no no nope. <laughs> car is much
0: more simpler why because it it they d- depreciate like i've mentioned before yeah. and uh, and they're way much smaller purchases so you are better off buying the cash, a cash a car with cash uh, i mean there's many ways craigslist and uh, au- auctions or mm-hmm. uh, family friends that you know who selling a, a decent reliable car you buy that car for cash until you pay off all your credit cards and then you can afford to kind of move up and if you need to i mean some people like fancy cars some people don't i mean a car is a car,
1: right? That's true. <laughs> you 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 are correct when it comes to that, yeah. But so just don't rush into it. Don't just go to dealership, check out that newest Acura, and then just sign up those $45,000 under yourself. You know, might as well just buy a patch of land somewhere, you know, know so you can huh? actually own it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe mine some gold or something. Mm-hmm. All right, so next thing. I think it's the biggest problem that I've faced, addiction. You are addicted to buying. You know, mm-hmm. let me let me tell you what I did. So I'm used to buying fast food. Mm-hmm. So every day you grab a cheeseburger or something right mm-hmm. so when i realized we got to get rid of that i stopped doing cheeseburger uh, so i stopped doing cheeseburgers then i went on amazon i bought tons of stuff on amazon and next week <laughs> and i'm like wait something is going on yeah so yeah. i stopped that and then i found uh, i saw a need somewhere and i needed to buy something so i just started buying stuff for other people <laughs> so the point is uh, there's addiction mm-hmm. how, how do you deal with these addictions when it comes to buying swiping the cards spending money
0: yeah so one first thing you want to realize is you need to understand that there's a problem. I have a problem, and this is where I'm failing the most. I uh, have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Right. Step number one. Step number one. We got it right, go. Yeah, check. So step number two, you definitely want to pray about it. You know, it's amazing for us. We have this benefit of having a father who loves and cares so much for us. And uh, in Philippians 4, 6, God says to bring all of our requests to him, as he does in First Peter 5, 7. God also wants us to give him all of our worries because he cares for you. So having this wonderful benefit of a father who, A, gave you a job, and two, um, is helping you through this process, he wants us not to worry about stuff. And so if we're going to be asking him, Lord, you see my problem. It's something that is really hard for me. I am asking you, I am begging you, help me with this. Help me get over this uh, this addiction that I have versus buying stuff online. I got to have that new coach purse, or I need to get my <laughs> yeah. hair done, or I got to do this A, B, and C. I mean, the list just keeps going that things we absolutely need. So just pray about it. Um, and it really helps to have an accountable partner, um, your number one partner can be your wife. I mean, that yeah. is your most it awesome. Be, yeah, right? yeah, it should be. I mean, you guys are on one page. You guys are doing this together, you know, or a very close friend. So, something that really helped uh, me is uh, having our accountability group with our group of men for the last uh, five years plus. Mm-hmm. Um, but, number one, well, I, not the number one thing, but something that you really have to consider is once you understand that this is my area where I struggle, you have to stop avoiding those places or start. So you know I'm gonna drive this place. Make an extra effort, drive an extra mile so that you're not tempted by that. You don't yeah. see that. Or or commercials um or stuff online. I mean going to go into the mall <laughs> why go to the we'll mall and walk help, out with yeah. nothing? <laughs> yeah. I know, why go to the mall yeah. walk out with there's, nothing? Yeah, there's always something good on sale and yeah. and they make, you know, clothes look great. I mean, that was mm-hmm. my biggest biggest addiction yeah. was clothes <laughs> and it's amazing how many thousands you just spend on clothes that at the end of a year or two years, give them away. Yeah, they're gone and got to be really
1: careful. Yeah. yeah. All right, next thing, let's be real quick here. Helpful tips on budget help me? How can I track it? Because it's very hard to actually track everything you spend. What What are easy ways to do it?
0: Yeah, uh, two, three things. Um, number one, what helps us till this day is every dollar app it's free uh, you, you, you use cash and you can just really keep track of all your expenses um, your wife and I are on it each time my wife makes a payment or I'm sorry purchase uh, at the store you can easily break it down from you know household items and uh, this was our food some of it was clothing and, mm-hmm. and all that good stuff miscellaneous so that's that's definitely a good one you know FPU um, on average a family would pay off anywhere between 5,300 and just a little bit more and saves over 2,700 in the first 90 days. As you have mentioned, in three months, you've paid out a significant amount of money. That's amazing. Praise the Lord. Um, And and one last thing is just um, very important is to make sure that both you and your spouse are on one page. Uh, That is one problem that um, one of the biggest problems is that there's always that one person who doesn't really want to be with you. And uh, either the wife or the husband is going to
1: be saying, come on, we need this. Come (laughs) on,
0: don't you see? Yeah,
1: yeah. I see see how that can go wrong. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then um, right now I want to talk about something kind of leading into the end of all this discussion, what we've learned, and kind of just like simple life advice from you. What would you advise our listeners to set as their goals in life when it comes to finances and just the lifestyle what would you advise huh. advice well
0: it is 2018 and uh, the year just begun we can all look back at last year and say man I could have done better here there so as I look back there's and I'm always learning um, one of the biggest things that I keep trying to set my goal and I love writing things down so I work in my office I have a sheet of paper and I write down my goals and number one of my goals is spiritual goals I definitely want to study God's Word not just read it but literally study it which means be more in it um, devote more time spend more time in prayer find a good Bible teaching church praise the Lord we have a great great church out here in the in the Bellingham area Living Word Bible uh, invest into relationships. Read a few books a year. Attend conferences and seminars. Continually keep growing and living out God's will. There is nothing, nothing better than living every day with Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, as our number one goal. Um, number two really ties in: it's family goals. Um, I really, want, I, I make it uh, important to have date nights with my wife it's um we've been doing it for the last 11 years we got married on september 30th 2006. Mm-hmm. so ever since then on the 30th of each month we've always go out not and you never missed it and never missed it so You're i'm kidding I'm, know, I'm serious wow yeah so it's either amazing before the 30th or after 30th or on the 30th so it just depends on how it works out with us and just to kind of reflect on the last month what Happen? What we can do to prove? What do you see me changing? uh, What do you think we should be doing, saving for, and stuff like that? Um, You know, as as part of family goals, one-on-ones with your kids, and uh, here's a big one for me: is calling your dad and mom once a week. So it's something that's important to invest into family. Um, Another good, helpful goal in life is financial goals. Uh, this is where you can change your life. You can change your family. You can change your heritage, uh, just by applying simple God's truths and just not living in a way how your neighbor or your friend or your brother or someone else lives. I mean, this is your life, and that's all that matters. It's just how you're going to live and teach your children and and legacies afterwards. Um, you know, having a budget and sticking with it every single month. We re- revisit, revisit, revisit. And then uh, once you're out of debt, which we have been for years now, um, we just kind of revisit our uh, budget um, maybe once every two to three months just to see what we can do. Mm -hmm. And um, so, guys, just remember, debt is normal, right? (laughs) So be opposite. And one of David Ramsey's quotes is, live now like no one else, meaning very humbly and very poorly in a poorly. Way. <laughs> I mean, your parents might think you might need counseling and, and such. <laughs> <laughs> Why? So that later on you can live like no one else. Uh, another goal that, uh, is good for my life is, is fitness. Uh, it's very important to stay healthy and stay active. And, um, or and or have children (laughs) because they will force you to go outside and do the things when you come home from work you just want to relax sometimes and but you know kids they're very active and they've been waiting till dad walks in through that door um um, and, and why why are we doing all this i mean why is it so important to get out of debt and so you can live differently here's why so that you can live and just give generously outrageously I mean, imagine living a life and you're able to see how the Lord wants to use you and your finances to give to people and help so that God's work, his kingdom is being fulfilled. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, everyone listening, be blessed, do great things with money, and don't forget to enjoy money.
1: Thank you. All right. Thanks, Nick. We appreciate your help here very much. And with this, we will be taking a small break. Please stay with us. Hello there, listener. Every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, our radio network airs live shows at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We bring you guests from all over the world and get to discuss tough questions that we as Christians face in modern day. Tune in and do not miss it. Also, recordings of our live shows are now available on our awesome podcast. Find it by simply searching... The Voice of Pilgrim in your podcast app or SoundCloud. Thank you and have a wonderful day. Dear friends, our first time and long time listeners, I hope this conversation that we had will change you and your families to become more responsible adults and young adults, adults that control money and know where everything is going rather than letting it all waste away. Next week on our show, we will continue our series Books of the Bible today, and we will be introduced to the book of Hezekiah and Ezra. With this, we will end our program. You are listening to the Slavic Christian Radio, The Voice of Pilgrim, with our guest Nick Gavrilov and Alexey Chaika. Have a blessed day.